Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey now. Hey now. And welcome back to the show where two childhood friends discuss their favourite childhood movies. I'm Emily Sandford. And my name is... Uh, my name is... What's my name? <laughs> Bonnie Lee. Oh yeah, 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 you're right. <laughs> and whether it's iconic lines, musical moments, or just questionable outfit choices, the films we'll be talking about on our show are unique in their own way. And this week... We'll be discussing Falling for Christmas. Warning, this episode contains nostalgia and big love for private gondolas. <laughs> gondolas are for losers. <laughs> Wait, that was actually a really good impersonation. Oh, thank you. Years of practice. <laughs> Even though this film came out like a month ago. <laughs> oh, Tad. Tad. Is he called Tad because he's a tad annoying? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted. I was kept trying to work out throughout this film are we supposed to like tad does he he kind of has a bit of a redeemable quality about him towards the end yeah but yeah oh god the stuff he comes out with don't you feel like this script was written by someone who's never followed an influencer they're like oh trending down must take a limo selfie things work they were literally like how can we appeal to gen z boyfriend's got to be an influencer yeah and he calls selfies of him and sierra ussies (laughs) (laughs) i know okay new year's resolution for 2023 never say ussies again (laughs) (laughs) i hate it we should actually say before we get into this obviously Usually on our pod, we discuss our childhood movies. Right. That's the concept of this show. But because Lindsay Lohan is back, we had to do this as a gift for you for Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like this film, I mean, any Netflix Christmas movie, it just has so many classic tropes that you just have to tick off as and when they happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got, you know, the spoiled heiress, you've got uh, like a wintry scene, you have a sexy single dad, a dead mom, and, you know, there's going to be a Christmas miracle that may or may not involve love. Yeah. And spoiler, it will always result in love. Yeah. <laughs> what you didn't add on that list is all those tacky decorations as well. But we'll talk about that. <laughs> can, we can we discuss? Honestly. Oh, my God. Like you said, Lindsay Lohan is back and this just felt like the perfect film for her yeah and we're gonna glaze over the fact that the guardian gave it two stars out of five because (gasps) no taste yeah no taste. yeah who doesn't love a gorgeous ginger woman with a seductive husky voice i know all of those cigarettes really have helped (laughs) i love it (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, she's iconic. I love Lindsay Lohan. So she's great. And her yeah. physical comedy in this film was gold. Everything from falling backwards off the cliff to rolling over that armchair in her room when she sees the creature yeah the overflowing toilet scene as well like she does those scenes so well and she said in an interview about this film that she'd never done like stunts before so they'd use like a blue screen i thought it was a green screen but a blue screen (laughs) and she said that was really fun she hasn't done anything like that since herbie since herbie fully loaded which i feel like we really do need to we need oh my god og listeners of the podcast herbie fully loaded are there any others that want to hear this? I think so. <laughs> this is the Polar Express all over again. Oh. And listen, we will get there. Look, <laughs> it happened. It happened once. We'll get Herbie. <laughs> One thing I do need to say, though. So the guy who plays Jake, the love interest in this mm. film, is played by um, Cord Overstreet. Mm-hmm. He really looks like Joe Orwin so much in my mind. You think? Yeah. He also looks like what I hoped Macaulay Culkin would grow up to look like. <gasps> oh. I see that you know <laughs> didn't know his name was cord yeah well my old housemate thought his name was chord oh. <laughs> chord i was like you know it's cord i need you to know that it's cord she was like oh my god so i was watching this film for the first time with my sister and at the exact same time my sister said oh like he's hot i said are we meant to think he's attractive <laughs> And we're like, oh, because I, I mean, I was, I I was going to save this for Can We Discuss, but I think we can just get into it quickly now. He's very normal looking. He's a good looking guy. Yeah. He's not like Hollywood, like attractive levels, but I guess that kind of plays into the charm that he's this like simple, you know, ski lodge owner. Yeah. Handsome. Like anyone who fancies guys out there, hear me out. There's something about the sort of like stable boy kind of um you know what I mean? mucking out he's like the groundsman do you know what i mean that sort of vibe is attractive yes you know yeah tad not for me no very <laughs> polished yeah a bit too waxy yeah oh my god his hair during the press conference what happened gucci or poochie <laughs> <laughs> what? just gloss over that pretend yeah. that, that was a thing <laughs> It's Christmas. Did they afford, did they use real Gucci in this? I saw a lot of it. It was oh, a like lot. The of, yeah, a lot. Well, we'll get into that. All oh, right. Okay. But fine. first up, we've got best supporting characters. So shall we ho ho go over there? <laughs> oh come on, give me that. <laughs> Bonnie's wearing Gucci. <laughs> first up is best supporting character. We're blessed with a lot of characters in this film. Mm-hmm. First thing I want to say. Abby, so cute. The entire film, I thought her name was Abby. And then when I was on IMDb and it was like, her name's Abby, I was like, ooh. <laughs> I've never met an Abby in my life. What is that short for? Uh, average bitch. <laughs> um, Where's your mama? <laughs> that's so mean. You are not getting any presents from Santa for saying that. I've been <laughs> sipping mold wine. What can I say? Yeah, mold wine on blood. Okay, <laughs> at this point. <laughs> There's a few little sub characters that caught my eye. Yes. The first one was a guy who had blue hair. You know, in the beginning scene 
when he gets out of the yellow car. Oh, yeah. And he yes. looks a bit like, boom, 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 boom. He's out of his yellow Lambo. He was giving me, like, Machine Gun Kelly vibes. Like, but also Millhouse. Yes, but make it Millhouse. Yeah. Definitely. Also, did you notice in one of the shots of the lodge, you could see the Norwegian flag? So maybe really? that means they filmed it in Norway. I don't or know. Or I'm related to him. Or you're related to Millhouse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how life works. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> Give me dignity. <laughs> that's niche that is neat. that's a deep cut that is a deep cut yeah. you get that you get that there was also the hotel valet guy who basically almost gets run over by tad mm. and then gets his foot run over by tad when he drives off <laughs> <laughs> but the most important small character in this film is the fitty who is like I don't know, fixing the jet ski outside the North Star Lodge. Yes. Why didn't they use him for Jake? Yeah, bring him back. Yeah. Literally, he was there for one scene and then never to be seen again. I want more of the sexy twin. Yeah. You know, that's what he should have been in the thing. Yeah. He's my sexy twin. All right. Like a a sexy parent trap and they swap swap. or whatever. Mm -hmm. Love that. Speaking of niche characters, when Jake and Sierra are throwing the Christmas Eve party at the lodge, Mm. Jake gets up to do a speech and says, don't eat the gingerbread house. It's purely decorative. I'm talking to you, Kenny. And then the camera pans to some random bird called Kenny. And he's like, what's that story? Make a film of that. (laughs) And also, don't call Kenny out in front of everyone. That's so embarrassing. He used to be called Hansel. That would be in the trailer. (laughs) Boom, boom. (laughs) But on Christmas Eve. He revealed himself as Kenny. (laughs) He had to push a witch in an oven and found his sister en route to the gingerbread house. Wait, I thought he was already in the gingerbread house. I don't know where this is going. Leave crumbs for the birds. (laughs) Straight to Netflix. Yeah, I like, sells itself. Fine. If they made this film, they can make that film. (laughs) I also really liked Bianca, who was Sierra Stylist. Yes. Fun fact, she was played by Lindsay's IRL sister, <gasps> Ali Lohan. Wow. I love that her siblings always get a little role in her film. Yes. My favourite is obviously the parent trap. Of course, in the airport. I thought this was a boys camp. Oh, yes. Oh, my God, her brother. Yes. Oh, iconic. Bianca has that savage line earlier on when um, Sierra's on the phone to Tad and he hangs up the phone because he's taking a selfie. And she's like, hello? And Bianca looks and goes, bad connection? <laughs> Brutal! Uh, <laughs> like, she knew. Yeah, she did knew. She did knew? She, she didn't. She did. <laughs> I've also had a moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't call me out. <laughs> Oops. Gluck, <laughs> gluck. Um, <laughs> I really like Ralph the fishing man. Oh, yeah. He's a lonesome guy. Got a cute little hut in the woods. Yeah. Like... He saves the day, really. Yeah. I mean, it had potential to go another way and he could have murdered Tad that oh, night. Yeah, definitely. But he chose not to. No. Well, he did throw like a whole thing of like fishing hooks at his face. But then you do that to anyone, right? Yeah, true. We also have the couple on their romantic <gasps> holiday at the North Star Lodge. Yes. The guy uh-huh. of the couple. He was cute. Yeah. And so funny. He's like, yo, something literally just fell off the sleigh. Yeah. And Jake's like, let's go. <laughs> Ah! that better not be a dead body also there's that scene i don't this is like a blink and you miss it moment but um you later in the film you see that couple checking out Mm. just as sierra walks well sarah walks in the reception and like literally the second she opens the door and in she's like thanks for staying at the north star lodge merry christmas and it's like wait you didn't even know they were there 
The second thing is, when Sarah walks through the door, she closes the door behind her, knowing yeah. full well that that couple in one second need to walk out that door as well. It's like, just hold the door open for them. Like, be nice. <laughs> that couple have had it rough. Yeah. Literally, like, they had their cute sleigh ride cut short because they had to pick up a corpse. They've had doors slammed in their face. Awful. I bet he was trying to propose that holiday as well. And was just like, I cannot do it. Yeah. Oh, great. I'm going to be on a sleigh. Oh, great. We saw a corpse that day. Yeah. I don't love that for him. <laughs> um, we should also mention Frankie, Wallace, Potter and Sarah. <laughs> Who are the stuffed bears <laughs> on Avi's bed. Avi. Oh. <laughs> Abby's whatever. Um, we'll call Abby whatever we want. Yeah, Abby, Abby, Avi, Avery, whatever you yeah. like. Um, Every time we're gonna call her something different. <laughs> yeah. That's what you get for being given a stupid name. Yeah, by a stupid mum and a missing tooth. <laughs> I know. Grow it. Haven't you heard, Dad? Christmas is a time for miracles. Well, let's hope your tooth grows. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe she didn't write that on the wishing tree. <laughs> Dear Santa, give me a tooth. Well, how about you give me one of your veneers? <laughs> <laughs> like, pop it out and stick it in for me. Oh my God. Okay, well, look, this moves straight on to our best supporting character, which has to be yeah. Creepy Santa mm. with the veneers. Yeah, creepy, but nice. Creepy, but nice. <laughs> and also... That's not Santa's slogan, <laughs> but... But it should be. If you think about it, you're always a little bit nervous that he's going to break into your house. Yeah, he literally watches you sleep. But you forgive him because he brings you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did like his red little coat. Yeah. Um. Also, how is Santa's skin smoother than Mr. Belmont's? I literally couldn't look at the screen when Mr. Belmont was on TV. How is it so wrinkly? I don't know. It's giving me leather. <laughs> You. New leather satchel for, for Beaumont. Oh no, what's his name? Beauregard. Beauregard. He's so stressed that his name is Beauregard. That his face has just gone. <laughs> I actually wonder if Sarah, well, if Sierra had have picked one of the other names instead of Sarah out of the toys. <laughs> Marby Potter. <laughs> it would be a very different film. Jake's like, see ya <laughs> on the streets with you, Potter. <laughs> like, no way you sleep under my roof. We're going to go on a sleigh ride and we're just going to go back to the scene of the crime. <laughs> I'm just going to leave you there. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Now the most fashionable out for the two of us is going to introduce <laughs> my psychotic outfit. Hey, I'm wearing Valam Yagi. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you are actually wearing a really gorgeous checkered shirt. Oh, thank you. It's giving me Christmas. So maybe we should start off with Tad's Gucci look mm. in the Hummer scene at the beginning. You know, he's wearing like the white coat with the red and green stripes. Yeah. Um, Christmas jumper underneath. And he's got those red sunglasses on his head. <laughs> Gucci just makes the best Christmas clothes yeah. to wear. I mean, unintentionally, but red and green. I mean, come on. You can't get more festive than that. Yeah. Did you spot Sierra was wearing Gucci red and green sunglasses in that scene as yes. well? So were they sponsored by Gucci in this film or? I mean, I'd believe it. There's also like a close up of a Maserati logo mm-hmm. that you see. So I'm like, wow, they wanted to pay for this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fine. Get that Maserati money. Yeah. Honey. They got Beaumont money, honey. Yeah. I love Tad's looks. They were so outrageous. Mm-hmm. He also had the the black and white checkered fur coat. Yes, loved. And I think he paired those with the red tinted aviators as well. Mm-hmm. Classic. So he had his slicked Christmas outfit. Yes. Um, with the pin on his top. Yeah, I don't know what that pin was. It was giving the, me like... Was it the pin on his jacket? Yeah, it was weird. And he had his hair like slicked back and his like white zip up jumper yeah he was serving looks throughout yeah i mean it's a miracle that we didn't guess the twist at the end sooner <laughs> it was like the clues were there the whole time <laughs> now maybe we should talk about sierra's outfits quickly because they're equally as fabulous we've got the pleather leggings that they try and make her wear and she's like they're vegan leather <laughs> oh <she gets> so <laughs> i mean that whole scene you know she wakes up perfectly styled hair she's already wearing makeup or mascara although you say that in the first scene i cannot be the only one who thought this she's got no makeup on and i was like oh my god that's so authentic they've made her like leave a bit of mascara flake under her eye yeah not a mascara flake 
Later on in the scene, I realised it was in the same place. So it's just a freckle. <laughs> I felt so bad. Oh my God. Lindsay's mole and you were like, Ugh. I didn't say, Ugh. I just said, oh, look at that little bit of mascara under eye. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, that is no shade. No, no, of course not. That's funny though. <laughs> There's also that scene later when she's in the lodge and she asks Avi for a hairdryer. Yeah. And it cuts to a scene and not only is her hair like perfectly dried, it's also styled. How can you style with a tiny hairdryer? Like a travel dryer. Yeah. It's like one of those ones you borrow from your, your grandma and it goes. Yeah. And it takes you half an hour to dry your hair, <laughs> even when you've towel dried it. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't love that. <laughs> We've got her hot pink ski outfit and hat. Oh, my God. Pink fur hat, blue metallic kind of reflective sunglasses. And yeah, that pink and black. Oh, it was giving me on Wednesdays we wear pink. Yeah, it was very good. It was great. And those spoon sunglasses she wore yeah. in the car. Yeah. You know what was not a vibe though when she was wearing the outfit? Ugly yellow ring. The diamond that's too big. Yes. That's, that didn't look good, did it? It's... Too big, way too big. Yeah. I appreciate a yellow diamond, but not in that setting. Tad too big, Tad. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have to discuss her Valenyagi. Was that just a brand they made up? My Valenyagi. And then he's like, not her Valenyagi. <laughs> <laughs> she looked great though. Yeah. It was like the red jumpsuit with the crazy oversized sleeves and then um, an equally dramatic hat. That was obviously being worn along with the sunglasses to kind of hide her face so that Jake couldn't recognise her later in the film. It's like, what? yeah, it's one of those outfits that could be designer or could be new look. I thought she pulled it off. Yeah. You know what else I thought she pulled off really well? What? Her green granny gown that she's borrowed from the lost and found at the North Star Lodge. Mm-hmm. And it's it had like the white frilly collar and cuffs as well. I thought that green was went so lovely with her hair. Yeah, also... I've said this before on the pod. I'm a massive fan of a nighty. Yes. So much more comfy to sleep in. Yeah, easy breezy, right? But yeah, but just don't buy an ugly one like that. <laughs> and then you're doing great. Um, <laughs> actually, before we discuss our most iconic outfit, which Sierra wears, mm. I do need to mention Jake's ski outfit at the beginning. I thought he was driving for Deliveroo. Ah! That ski outfit was giving me, where's my wagon mamas? You're five minutes late. <laughs> Oh, I thought he looked good. Yeah, he looks good for a delivery driver. Oh, well, fine. <laughs> I cannot be the only one who thought that. I also like Sierra has a similar shade in her blue apre ski knitter jumper. Yes. That was like classy all the way. I wish they had sold that everywhere. Classy all the way. Valid Yagi. Yay. I don't know. Something we do need to discuss is the scene where she's had the makeover. Yes. And the grandma, or abuela, what's her name? <laughs> abuela. That's Spanish for grandma. I know. <laughs> um, had, has bought her that red dress. Yes, red scalloped edge dress I wrote down. Mm-hmm. Boring. It just made Lindsay's shoulders look pointy. It was very square shoulders. Yes. But it's just the cut. I'm not, you know what I mean? Oh God, it's not Lindsay. No, yeah. it was just, yeah, the dress was a bit... I don't know. It's just a bit of a miss for me. You know what? I think we were spoiled because remember the scene in Mean Girls when Katie comes down the stairs for yeah. her the party that she's throwing, mm. and there was that little black dress with the pink yeah. stripe. That was like goals. Yeah. 
This is just, it's not going to be able to compete. I think the director, Janine Damien, <gasps> spent all the budget on Lindsay and not on costume. Ah, I see. Yeah. Yeah. We've got her, but oh. <laughs> yeah. What are we going to do with her? <laughs> H&M divided. <laughs> Well, they do try and tart up that final outfit, don't they? Yeah. And maybe that's what we should award most iconic outfit. Mm. It's, of course, her... I'm struggling to find an adjective. It's the sparkly blazer that goes on top to just kind of add a bit of oomph to it. A bit of Christmas jazam. Jazam. It's not expensive sequence, is it? So this is where it can go so wrong, guys. It can go so wrong. If you're going to do sequin, you need to do it where it looks like expensive sequin. And also the sleeves were kind of like halfway up. I hate a three-quarter length sleeve blazer. Yeah, I know. It's like, what? We need to see a bit more of your arm. (laughs) Sexy. Great. I know. It just makes it look like it's shrunk in the wash. Yeah. Just quickly on Sierra. What I don't understand is when um, she's in the hospital and she says, where are my clothes? Um... (laughs) The doctor or the sheriff is like, I'm afraid the ER team had to cut you out of those. What, a minor concussion? What? Take off her hair. You have to literally cut up for your clothes. Oh my God, pervy ER. Yeah. With the sheriff. (laughs) The sheriff got some handcuffs somewhere. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Yes. Next up is best musical moment. And what... I found so refreshing was that in this Netflix film, they paid for the music license for some actual songs. <laughs> because in A Christmas Prince, mm. when the film begins, the music starts and it sounds like, I can't actually remember the, the, the Christmas song that it sounds like, but it's actually a complete ripoff of it. Like the lyrics are different and it's like slightly changed melody. Oh no. Like Netflix, come on. I know. It's not like, oh, we've hired Hans Zimmer. Here's Zans Zimmer. <laughs> <laughs> so at the beginning of the film, we have the man with the bag playing. Mm. Oh, Mr. Kringle. And we've got Lambos and we've got Aston Martins and we have Hummers and Apres Ski and Extreme Skiing. It really sets the scene slash shows us a lot of stock imagery that they've bought. Yeah. I was really thinking that, wow, rich people really live the life, you know? But it did make me feel bad for all the Quasars and Tarquins out there who are not going to be able to ski when global warming happens. Who's Quasar and Tarquin? Oh, that's just two generic posh boys ah! pulled out thinner. Oh, oh my God. You're like, wow, I miss those characters. Yeah. No, I just thought this was some very like, I don't know. I thought it was. I, I just I, imagined two guys called Quasar and Tarquin who decided that, yeah, I'm going to go on this apres ski holiday. You know? Whoever's mother called them Quasar does not love them. We also had Ali Lohan on the soundtrack. Yes. She sang a song called Without You, which is an original as far as I can tell. And it plays during the scene where Tad and Mr. Beaumont finally are reunited with Sierra at the North Star Lodge and and kind of whisk her away. And Jake is left kind of just reminiscing and you see a kind of montage of all the clips that we've just watched. And like, you don't have to remind us, we remember. Is that the (laughs) da-da-da-da? I'm so lost without you. No, that's um, that's another song that uh, appears earlier, which is a very weird 
choice. Yeah. I'm so in love. I'm so lost without you. It's, I'm all out of love. Oh, I'm all out of love. <laughs> I'm so lost without you. And Tad chooses to play that in the car on the way to propose to Sierra. Does he know that this is kind of like a phony proposal? Very weird. He will do anything for likes. <laughs> Actually, they do sing that other great Christmas song, One Horse Open. What's it called? One Horse Open. Jingle Bells. Jingle. Oh. <laughs> Everybody hates Christmas, everyone. No, I don't. <laughs> she doesn't even know the most famous Christmas song. Hate, hate, double hate. <laughs> um, that's me. No, I love Christmas. Sorry. But I just was looking at my notes and it said One Horse Open Sleigh and I... <laughs> I've got amnesia all right, guys. <laughs> yeah, 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 Potter. <laughs> <laughs> That's Wallace to you. Ah, oh, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, they sing Jingle Bells. Yeah. Which is great. That was great. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one horse up and say, hey, a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> but we should mention a song that Lindsay brings back for us, which is Jingle Bell Rock. Ah! I can't. Oh, we stand a self-referential queen. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it was her idea to sing the song for the soundtrack, but she kind of just said it to the producers as a joke. And the next thing she knows, she's in the recording booth, like, "Oh no, <laughs> what a bright time! It's the right time!" Like she gives it a little, a little Lohan edge. Yeah, a little like husky. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. God, when yeah. was Mean Girls? 2004. So that, that, that film is 18 years old? Mm-hmm. Is that mass? I don't know. And I can't believe she's just breathed new life into it again. It's amazing. It's just going to be one of the ones that comes up on Spotify's Christmas pop playlist for years to come. Yeah. She's smart. I'm so glad she did that. But I do have to say, I think best musical moments should be when Tad sings it. <laughs> you know, when they're in the car and he's like, he's really you know being rude to her about her singing and he's turning down the music and he's like you're a bit pitchy sweetie it's jingle bell time it's a swell time or something (laughs) you know it's like he's never heard the song before no so funny Mm. oh tad yeah you can do no wrong oh he can oh yeah (laughs) he can do loads of wrong Ah. he pushed her off a cliff (laughs) oh yeah you're right I guess All right, now we're going to go on to best quotes. And there are so many funny ones from Tad. So maybe we just start with this one, which is, this local yokel just body slammed my girlfriend. And that's when Jake has spilled all the hot chocolate on her Valignaghi in the hotel lobby. So good. Local yokel. That's hard to get your mouth around. Yeah. So well done, Tad. But I will now refer to any local as a local yokel. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Tad also says at lunch with Sierra and Mr. Beaumont, in the coffee shop of life, Sierra's a venti. Oh, so you're calling her fat. Is that it? Calling her big, huge, extra whipped cream? Like, what the hell? <laughs> With a pump of caramel syrup? Yeah, what a pump. <laughs> <laughs> and Beauregard is just like, can you not? When you said pump, you dropped down. Like, you... like squatting. Oh, you got it. It's very hard to do when seated. <laughs> pump. <laughs> pump, pump. But you know who else I liked? Who? Terry. Terry Carver from Guest Service. Guest Services. He had some great lines. Yeah. When Terry, Bianca and the security guard are in Sierra's room and they're like, where is she? They find a note that Tad wrote saying like, oh, I can't wait to take you away or whatever. 
And Bianca's like, looks like he planned to take her away somewhere. And Terry's like, but where? And puts his hand on the security guard's shoulder. And the security guard's like, don't touch me. <laughs> but he's a good guy. You know, he will be there if you need a private gondola reserved. Even if they are for losers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to turn away a private gondola. No. Also, what's a gondola? <laughs> I thought it was a boat. like a, uh, Yeah. That you have in Venice. But I'm also, I think Does I'm... Does think pergola? Or, or, me, or I'm thinking gazebo. Yeah. Gazebo, gondola, pergola. I don't know. Or maybe it was a private gondola, like a boat. But then why is there a boat in a ski resort? <laughs> Quick, get on the lake. It's frozen. <laughs> I said get on! <laughs> <laughs> There's quite a few back and forths with Tad and Sierra that I think are brilliant. Sierra's like, do I look like I know how to unhook a snowmobile? Okay, snowmobile unhook what are you doing wait dad it's not voice activated for god's sake and then when they finally get to the top of that dangerous mountain and they're taking ussies um (laughs) dad's like that's good but could you try to look a little more athletic but tad i want to look sporty but not like i'm sweating (laughs) (laughs) don't we all yeah oh my god yeah sweaty betty exactly and then inevitably, when Tad falls off the mountain and he tries to get signal on this godforsaken mountain that doesn't have a signal or whatever he says, he does that video to his followers and he's like, hello, this is Tad Fairchild. I've just survived a death-defying fall and I'm currently stranded in a remote glacial forest. This recording will be a testament to my brave fight for life against all odds. But should anyone find my body, please upload this video. Yeah, boo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I guess that links us nicely to what I think is maybe the best quote from the film. Mm. And it's when he has found Ralph, he's sought sanctuary from him. And Ralph says, Hey, how about I whip us up some fried fish for breakfast? (laughs) (laughs) Why is he from New York? How about I whip us up some fried fish for breakfast <laughs> on a bagel? Yeah, on a bagel, please. <laughs> we don't have pastrami out in these parts, but we do have fresh fish. It's not quite the salmon that you have with your Philadelphia. <laughs> but it'll do. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, let me try that again. He's like, hey, how about I whip us up some fried fish for breakfast? Sound good? <laughs> I don't know what that voice is. Anyway, Tad replies... Oh, I do not eat fish. They are exotic pets in my saltwater aquarium and my condo in Manhattan. <laughs> saltwater aquarium? Oh, goals. I know. Actually, no, the goals would be having a condo in Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> my priorities are all over the place today. Uh, <laughs> saltwater salt aquarium? Yeah. One could dream. Oh, my God. <laughs> So next up is Can We Discuss? And I know we touched on Jingle Bell Rock earlier, but there are so many more references to Lindsay's past films in Falling for Christmas. Namely speaking, Just My Luck. So I don't know if you guys thought this, but when she's eating the bacon, that is giving me eating that random man's bacon. Yes. You know, in that cafe. Yeah, and she just picks it off some randomer's plate. And she's like, oh, no, no. <laughs> 
like oh gosh you know so she did that and then also there was the scene where she's doing the washing in Lodge and she accidentally knocks the washing detergent inside the washing machine and then it explodes with loads of washing foam yes and i'm sorry jake overreacts so much yeah <gasps> and we haven't forgotten his name is also jake oh my god yeah. I, literally as soon as that name came out of my mouth, I've just realized the love interest is called Jake as well. Yeah. He really overreacted. Like just it's just foam. Pick it up. Yeah. Like it's fine. Yeah. But he's losing the lodge and he's stressed. Yeah, fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. There was also a scene where she uh knocks over a whole row of skis, and that was reminiscent of when she knocks the bowling ball off the shelf and it all smashes through the trophy case. Yes. And actually, in an interview, um, what's his name? Chode. <laughs> Chode. 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 Cord. Cord. Chode Overstreet. Oh, God. Oh, no wonder his wife left him. She died. <laughs> and not from a good bumping. <laughs> he said that when they were talking about things they found out about each other <laughs> he said that he realized Lindsay was terrible at bowling <gasps> so i was like oh my god that oh. makes sense so in just my luck she's obviously also terrible at bowling yeah well, she works in the bowling alley yeah and she can't change a light bulb yeah. or clean the floors <laughs> mm. and apparently she loves like gaming but not like ps2 i don't think she loves like playing <laughs> ps2 Cards Against Humanity and stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah. Oh. That's like not a niche thing to like. Yeah. <laughs> get a personality, Lynn. <laughs> I have a bit of a crazy fact. Right. Did you notice in the final scene of the movie where they finally kiss? Yeah. There's this weird like yellow, like sunburst. Yeah. Kind of that glow. Mm-hmm. that It's like really bright and it kind of covers up them kissing a little bit. That's because it's not Lindsay kissing Chode. Yes. <laughs> they got a body double yeah. to kiss him because I imagine she just got married, right? Mm. I feel like she's like, oh, I can't kiss another man. Like yeah. get someone else to, to do the actual kissing yeah. and I'll just film the bits around it. But yeah. Lindsay, it's a film. We know you're not actually in love with this guy. Yeah. Or maybe she thought she'd get a bit of Chode and then on him <laughs> honey no, no one wants a bit no, of chode no one's ever said that in their life <laughs> oh my god no. christmas chipolata <laughs> oh, oh, with oh. a little bit of strangers bacon wrap around it <laughs> so he was like finally my career's peaked i can kiss Lindsay lohan <laughs> no you ain't <laughs> no no helga with a big mole <laughs> Okay, now let's swap Lindsay out for Helga. Hmm? We could have picked anyone. Why? <laughs> oh my gosh. Just big, ugly Helga. Suck on that mojo. <laughs> and you thought it was mascara? <laughs> oh my god. That makes me feel sick. Anyway, the other thing that I did really want to discuss was there's that scene where where Jake and Sierra are under the mistletoe. And Jake's like, we're under the mistletoe. 
And I'm like, are you sure? It looks like cranberries to me. Right. It did not look like mistletoe at all. Mistletoe is supposed to be white, no? Yeah. I don't know. Cursed from the start, I think. Yeah. Like, oh, we've got a kiss. Wait, these are cranberries. <laughs> Helga won't know. <laughs> kiss me, chode. <laughs> Helga made this up. <laughs> kiss Helga under the holly bush. You know what else I didn't love? Tad and Terry. That right. came from absolutely nowhere. Congrats, Tad, for, you know, you, yeah. do, you do you. Yeah. But they could have at least hinted that he was, like, slightly interested. Terry does a hint at the beginning when he d- first drives off in the car. Really? He gives him, like, a glancing look, like... <gasps> Oh, yeah. You only notice that if you watch it for a second time, oh. which is what I did. Yeah, of course. Okay, and finally, all throughout this film, we've heard that the lodge isn't doing well. They don't have enough rent for the month. You know all this stuff. Excuse me, Jake and Abuela, get your priorities in order. You are spending so much money on Christmas decorations and fairy lights. I cannot imagine what your bills look like Mm -hmm. and also the grandma is buying these lavish dresses and shoes for literally a stranger come on pay your bills hello just have a look at your finances and you will you will quickly realize how you can save money yeah where's martin lewis when you need him (laughs) hey honey he's fighting his own crime Uh, crimes (laughs) (laughs) i am pro martin lewis martin lewis oh (laughs) Is he a detective now? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, Americans won't know who Martin Lewis is. He's no. a money saving expert. Yeah. And like five years ago, he was like, oh, this is how you can save 4p off your shopping bill. And now it's like, okay, this is what you have to do to literally survive the winter or you will die. Like, I feel bad for Martin Lewis. He's got a lot on his shoulders. He does. Every day he is hustling. Yeah. I'm tired. <laughs> well, I'll put you and I at the North Star Lodge to rest. Okay. <laughs> Hope you like raccoons. Yes. Real. <laughs> Why was that a pig? <laughs> anything happens at North Star Lodge. <laughs> <laughs> and we mean anything. Okay, so now we're going on to trivia. This might be a bit harder for everyone because I reckon by now you've only seen the film once. Yeah. Don't blame me if you don't want to see it twice. <laughs> okay, I'll start. What is the name of the horse that is at North Star Lodge? Balthazar. My Bellinyagi. Yes. <laughs> it would have been funnier if you were wrong and then I could have said no. <laughs> My first question, what job has Sierra's dad put her up for? He's put her up for Vice President of Atmosphere. My Bellinyagi! Yes! Now, I always thought that I was living my dream job right now, but when I found out about that job, I was thinking about my options. Honestly, what does that job day to day look like? Just being a vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jake called Mr. Beaumont's assistant how many times? Oh, 14? Christmas is the time for miracles. Very close. 15. Oh! oh! I mean, that was a complete guess, so well done for me. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell me what is Sierra served for breakfast in her hotel room? Prosecco and caviar? 
My Velignaggi. Yes. Oh. Although I think it's champagne, actually. Oh. Oh yeah. Bedoying. <laughs> Sorry. Champagne. Maybe for prosecco for chode, but <laughs> not for Sierra Beaumont. No. Sorry. Yeah. Where did Mr. Beaumont's wife get the snow globe from? <gasps> oh. Oh, it was a place that I didn't know was a real name. Um. I can't. I can't remember. It was literally like a made-up word. <laughs> Christmas is the time for miracles. It was Stard. Where's that? I don't know. Stard. That's hard. <laughs> Can you tell me how does Tad cool down his mouth after eating spicy beans out in the wilderness? Does he put some ice in his mouth? My Velignaggi. Yes. He has a big mouthful full of snow. Ah. Yellow snow, I hope, from Ralph. <laughs> um, why weren't Sierra's socials looking good? Remember at the beginning she says, My account's not looking good. Yes. Um a, a, some girl hacked her account. My Velignaggi! Yes. Which is so weird because the I thought that would be a plot point. I thought there'd be some more follow-up dialogue. Yeah. That was just so random. I, I got hacked by that girl, remember? No. Yeah, no, because <laughs> you never told us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My fourth question. According to Mr. Belmont, when checking Sierra's room, what does she never leave without? She doesn't leave without her Valenyagi. <laughs> Christmas is the time for miracles. Not the Valenyagi! <laughs> um, no, it's her luggage. Oh. Yes, keeping it generic. Okay. Although if I had like Away luggage, you know that brand Away? Oh, yeah. Oh, I would never leave without that. <laughs> My final question to you. What does the pillow say on Sierra's bed? Oh, God. Like one of those Christmas pillows. Yeah. Decorative. With like a deer on it or something. Yeah. Um. Oh, I don't know. So I'm going to guess he sees you when you're sleeping <laughs> <laughs> with a picture of creepy Santa. creepy Santa. With a little ding on his veneer. Yes. Christmas is the time for miracles. No, it says stay cozy. Oh, okay. That's much more wholesome. Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> he sees you when you're sleeping. <laughs> he knows when you're awake. And it's been written in blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. My last question to you. What does Avi get for Christmas from Jake? Another two. Um... <laughs> she wishes. <laughs> Christmas is the time for miracles. It's a pair of red boots. Aww. And at first I thought they were cowboy boots, but I think they're just kind of winter boots. Aww. Very cute. Very cute. Yeah. I was like, oh, cowboy a, boots. She, cool. She is a very sweet girl, isn't she? So She's sweet. She's just like, oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Like, lots of hugs and very like wholesome and cute. Yeah. Sierra, I'm cutting snowflakes. Do you want to join? Go to school. <laughs> Literally. It's the holidays. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, guys, I'm hope you don't mind that we reviewed a film that was new i think it's fun i think it's exciting to do something a little bit different and it's yeah. christmas yeah and also you'll get what you're given <laughs> <laughs> um this is our final episode of the christmas series so we just want to wish you a very merry christmas and a happy new year yeah. and then 2023 will bring us the next season of hey now hey now season six Guys. Crazy. 
there are some really good ones coming up. I know. I'm so excited. I know. It's going to be amazing. But yeah, as always, we just want to thank you so, so much for listening. Like, we really feel like we've, you know, built a very cute group of people who listen. Yeah. And when we say group, we don't mean five people. <laughs> You've got Wallace, Sarah, Potter. <laughs> you know, all, all the OGs. Yeah. <laughs> But no, it's, it's been amazing. Hopefully we're going to do a few more live events next year as well. So you definitely need to come along and be at those. Yeah, and maybe some virtual events too for anyone outside of London. Um, if that's something you're interested in, let us know because we are... We're having talks. Yeah. There's discussions. Yeah. And as always, if you wouldn't mind going on Apple and hitting the five stars, um, we're assuming that anyone who hits the one star have thinks that they have to tap along. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you keep telling yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you could tick five stars and leave us a review, that would absolutely make our festive season. Yeah, let us know which films that you would love for us to review mm. for season six and beyond. Yeah. And check back on our Instagram at HeyNowHeyNow. You'll be able to keep updated with the release. All right, guys. Well, it's Christmas, so we're going to gallop off into the distance with Balthazar. <laughs> Lead us to a corpse! Jingle bells, jingle bells. To a corpse? It's Christmas! And a Merry Christmas, one and all. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.